1: Thursday morning, and welcome to another edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX FM 93.1. It is a gorgeous day in paradise, and we got a great show lined up today. Arts Thursday, you know, we got, you know, artists who worked their way through here from different art forms, um, and I want them a two. Um, we got uh, our classical uh, jazz pianist and friends, um, Charu Seri going to be joining us They got an event this weekend up at the castle So we're going to be getting some details for that And then Oh, number one uh, I believe we're going to be talking festival This a review? Yeah Ah, good So I got some big shots here uh, Joining me uh, in the studio live And hopefully to hear from one on the phone um, Oh,
2: one letter is coming on the
1: phone Yeah, I think oh, we're going oh, to oh, call in, oh, okay. yeah I, I don't know if he's going to be here live But he'll let me know Um, So you know, what I can do. I can just yield to both of you, distinguished individuals, that allow you to introduce yourselves, young
3: lady.
2: Good morning, good morning, everyone. I'm Tanya Marie Singh, CEO of WTJX.
3: Good morning, everyone. My name is Shamari, Assistant Director with the Division of Festivals over at the Department of Tourism. One name, though. Shamari
1: Haines. Oh,
3: oh no, no. <laughs> he God. speaks God. fast. Yeah, a little comfortable. Yeah, a little comfortable in that coach That
1: leaning forward, push back the push back the mic, everything. I
3: good, man.
1: I good. You just lean <laughs> forward. Yeah. yeah, push back Mike, guys, the mic. Guys, a directional mic and I get comfy. Yeah,
3: yeah. I
1: said, put it back to you, though. Run from it. Yeah. So, what's up, man? All uh, right, pretty good. How Energy you? How you feeling? Really good.
3: How'd you guys make out? Really good. Well, really tell really the public
1: good. about it. They listen,
3: uh, the Cruisin' Christmas Festival took place uh January, I mean, sorry, December 11th through January 7th. Um, you know, based off our of conversations with individuals in the community, it felt like a carnival instead of a festival. Um, uh, what's the have,
2: difference, Shamari? People I, have been asking me that.
3: Um, you well, you know, Cruisin' Christmas Festival, uh, Virginia's Carnival, and the Fourth of July celebration, um, all have different taglines because of a funding source Um, ultimately though i think a carnival just has uh, a bigger feel Uh, but you know i wouldn't trade festival for no carnival Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's just the feedback from the community so i mean i feel extremely good we had some high high moments and some low moments of course um with uh president biden being in town Uh, we had some grounded flights Uh, we had some entertainment that was unable to get into the district um but the energy was was really good yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. And um, before I go to
1: the boss, I saw this drone photo of Juve last week. Toss
3: tos him on it? Eh? Yes. Mm-hmm. People like ants. Yes. The biggest Juve we've seen in a minute. It's been a while.
2: In mm-hmm. a minute or ever? I won't say ever. Right? I agree.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen I've seen. Juve a lot of people. The
3: problem is we never had the drone shots to, yeah, right. to, 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 to right. get that angle. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean, to compare it. But that was... I think within the past, maybe the past 10 years, uh-huh. um, this, this was the biggest Juve.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, we had three Juve troops. Um, cool Session was on the road for the first time. Uh, Vio International um, in style band. So we had about four bands, three Juve troops. And the Juve troops actually had their own bands as well. So it was a safe event, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shout out to the community for doing their part. Uh, but it was good. Yeah. It was good. Bas, WTJX. Um relationship with festival,
1: carnival, celebration. That goes without saying, right?
2: Of course, and you know, we're so happy to have, uh, with the new legislation that started festival under tourism, we're so happy to have Shamari as a partner on uh, the island of St. Croix, and he facilitates such an easy festival parade. Um, what this year, because our coverage is rather expensive, it's no, you know, drop in the bucket. We put our all into all the parades: these the St. Thomas Carnival, the St. Croix Festival. Is St. John a festival parade too, um, or a carnival parade? Too?
3: Um, it would be a, a celebration for the July celebration. Oh, okay, yeah,
2: oh, that's what it's called. And um, we this year. Uh, Tempo reached out to us, Tempo Networks, and we actually were showed our carnival, our festival coverage, um, parade coverage, on Tempo Networks uh, nationwide and regionally wherever they, you know, they're available on cable television. So that was another enhancement of our tourism product. So. Um, for the most part, it went well. What I would like to see, you know, I, s- I saw Willard the other day because, um, w- can we get Willard on the line?
1: He actually sh- should be calling now. Okay. I just speaking him um, via text message.
2: Um, what, what I liked about, because Willard was in charge of the village, right, Shamari? Yes, he was <coughs>
3: our production manager.
2: And th- that went so well. D- did you go to any of the night's um, Neville?
3: No, I've been in.
2: Christianstead. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? what do you mean? You've been in Christianstead. You've always dealt with
1: taking picture. I thought you know what I mean? Yeah, I've been in Christianstead this Christmas. It, it was
2: a nice village. I haven't been to the village for a minute. Yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of people just wanted to be outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Monday I I saw Willard and he was like, So what's your feedback? And I liked that because everybody is talking about how the village was so good and Willard still wants to know how to make it better. Better, And I see that the uh, festivals is sending out a survey asking the community for their feedback. But what I would like to see from the commissioner of tourism is that he sits down with his partners in festival and asks us, as well through a, a meeting, to to access w- w- how can we improve the product, because what I've seen on the road level is, for instance, uh, we we don't have parade marshals who keep people behind the barriers instead of in front of the barriers. Let's say Shamari has a troop that's coming down in blue. We have people just running wild through the Street. the parade. Yeah. yeah. And, and that impacts the tourism product. And so we, there needs to be more controls in the area that we're at. There's a lot of quote-unquote media. But there's only a few handfuls of really, truly me, true media there. But they're also congesting the road, making the parade move slower. And so we, we need to see some movement. It's unfair to troops to come down in the middle of the night. These ladies mostly spend a lot of money on their outfit, their, their costume. Mm-hmm. And to not be seen in the night, that's, that's weird. That's, that's wrong. And so we, we need to work collectively to see um, our parade be better th- than, than it is. Did you see
1: Shamari, um, Shamari's costume? No. I, I was watching it. I've been in St. Thomas because um, I, w- I had to head over there for my sister. We were in Monday and they had no flights
2: mm-hmm.
1: Sunday or oh, yeah, Monday. So I had to leave on Saturday. But the, the venue that I was at, we were watching the parade and uh half an hour, mm-hmm. And every time we look up, everybody was having fun.
2: Yes. you know yes. That,
1: that, that was a good one. We got Willard on the line now. Oh, great. Uh, so um, good morning, Mr. John. How are you? Good morning. Happy Thursday
5: to everybody.
2: Morning, Willard. Morning, Willard.
1: Good. Morning, morning. So you've been giving props for um taking care of the entertainment in the village, man. Congratulations. Um Hi. You feeling good? Um I'm
5: I'm trying to catch up on the rest, but you never catch up <laughs> <when> life
1: continues. <laughs> you know, let me let me ask this let me ask this question to Shamari first and then come back to you, Willard. December eleventh. Um, the 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 public may not be aware of all of the work that that is you know you have mm-hmm. to put in to to make this one month event pretty much that's what it is right correct um, what it is so um, if you will uh, give us a a review of
3: when the festival actually starts leading up to the village and then to the parade. So uh, the first official festival event was the Prince and Princess uh, pageant, which took place December 11th at the Alfredo Andrews Elementary School. And we had over 700 people in attendance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved on to the Miss St. Croix pageant, which took place December 18th at the St. Croix Educational Complex. Very well attended show as well. Um, the winner for that pageant was Miss Renelle Harris. Then the Calypso Show took place December 28th at the Palms at Pelicans Co- Pelican Cove. And then the Festival Village opened December 30th uh, and ran straight through January 7th. Uh, we hosted the Food Fair January 4th at the Ag Fair Grounds. Soka Monarch uh, January 4th as well Um in the Festival Village. Then January 5th, I'm sorry, we... Moved the Food Fair to January 5th um, in light of the inaugural events. So on the 5th, we hosted the Jouvet and the Food Fair, and then the Children's Parade on the 6th, and the Adults Parade on the 7th. Awesome. Um, and so
2: the Food Fair would be going back to Frederick's to to ne- next, next, y- next Correct. year.
1: Correct. Okay. Okay, good. Now, Willard, the entertainment, you, you had actually, we had this conversation. Uh, what was that like lining up all the artists and all of the logistics that uh, you have to put in place? Uh, to make sure the events uh, turn out to be successful
5: well, first, be aware that it 's not just willard there 's a team of people that make this thing happen i 'm sort of like a middleman and liaison between the artists and the technical staff on stage, being the stage manager mm-hmm. so there 's a host of people the the people that that contact the artists that, that that um, arrange the transportation, make sure they're picked up from the airport, they go, to, they go to the hotels, they get from the hotels to the sound check, back to the hotels and back to the, the site, the night of the performance. All of these things, I have to interact with all these people to make sure that everyone is there and in place on time and that once the show starts, it rolls smoothly. Um, it's a difficult and complicated operation, that consists of a number of people, all interacting in synergy to make sure that this happens.
1: And we had a lot of um, outside uh, performers, non-local performance um, in the village this year? Oh yeah, there
5: was quite a bit. Uh, I think every night was exciting. Um, there may have been one night where I didn't see the village completely filled.
2: What night was so- that, Willard?
5: That would have been uh, the Latin night. Oh, okay. And remember, there was an issue with getting the two bands that we right. had from Puerto Rico over here, so they did not come. And I think people heard the word, and many of the mm-hmm. people that normally would come didn't. But nonetheless, the, 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 the village was quite crowded, not to capacity, but it was quite crowded. Mm-hmm. And, and on that night, we had two major artists, Cruziano, this is um, a young man from my Charles, a performer that did quite well. And we also had
1: Cruz Rock. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll, I'll say that, that um, every other night was, like we just said, cock.
4: <laughs> cock. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's
5: no question about it. Uh, oftentimes, I would leave the stage during a performance and go out to front of house so I could see how it sounds. The other thing I want to mention is the, the staff that did the video they did the streaming. They did such an excellent job. There were two screens in the front of the stage as well as streaming for the rest of the world. And, and the images were excellent, excellent. So as I said, I would go out front to listen and to watch for a minute or two just to see how things are going. And man, I had a hard time getting through that crowd to get in the
2: front.
1: Yes, That's, that's and a good thing. shoulder to shoulder. Thick. Not, not, that's a good thing. No, um, that, I, w- I
2: want to interject yeah. on that point. I think it was the Virgin Islands Consortium that um, streamed the um, the performances, and I think they said on their site alone they reached nine million people.
4: Wow, mm, that's a big, that's, not, a, that's
2: not even including uh, Shamari's USVI festivals. festivals Site which, probably I don't know what their numbers are, but the consortium alone reached nine million people. That's
1: a that's a that's a a big number, nine mil. Now let me ask about the parade coverage, um, boss. Friday, um, the the parade. Over the years, there's been this concern about commitment to the children's parade.
3: How did that go?
2: I think there were a lot of people out uh, Friday, right, uh, Shamari? Yeah, a lot of attendance.
3: Children's Parade was well attended mm-hmm. for the most part. Okay. Yes, um, it, it was I, a
2: I, pleasant surprise.
3: Correct. I think it could have been a little better. Well, mm-hmm. I guess personally I wanted it to be a, a, bit, okay, you know, gotcha. a bit more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, from Claudio Marco School to the Governor's Review and Stan, um, the road was really packed. People
2: so that- are talking about merging the parades. How you feel about that?
3: I'm totally against merging mm-hmm. the parades. Um, You know, I know we talked about it. A press release came out a few months ago. Um, I don't think that I have the resources, um, infrastructure, you know, trucks, speakers, system, truck drivers, we're not prepared for, gotcha. you know, the march of the parade. Um, mm-hmm. But what I do think, and um, I'm very passionate about is moving the children parade to January, I mean, I'm sorry, to December twenty-six, mm-hmm. right? And having a Cruiser and Christmas Fe- Festival Children's Christmas Parade. Um, I think that where the children Parade is presently placed in the schedule, I don't think that um, it is the ideal location. Um, in other Caribbean islands, the children Parade is a week before the adults parade. Um, we also need to take into account that the children Parade falls on, it's not an official holiday, so you have individuals from the private sector who um, are, are unable to attend, mm-hmm. right? So I think to grow the support, mm. to grow the audience, to grow the spectators um, on the side of the road, I think that we should reconsider um, maybe moving around um events on the schedule to see you know what may be a better fit when when the St. Croix festival was the festival children's
1: parade used to be january 1st correct and the big parade used to be january 6th correct Mm -hmm. of course you know we've done something similar to st thomas um where the children's parade is one day before um the adult parade but you know things evolve and it used to actually be alternate cities um the children's parade uh, when it was in Christianstead that means the adult parade was in Frederickstead and then the following year, it would be reversed. But now we've uh, centralized um, parade activities down in the West, so that's just the reality we're dealing with. Willard, um, getting back to the village, what about the, the, um, the boots and all that stuff um, that went well, based on what you were seeing?
5: I, uh, I think Shamaya can answer that more than me. My, my basic concern was what's going on on the stage, all the talent, that's going on and making sure that that happens right. Now, of course, I, no. I, the
1: reason, but the reason why I actually—that is the reason why I actually I mean to cut you off—is because um, one of the the reasons why we have one village now is because um, the booth owners are always complaining about the quality of entertainment impacting economics and the sales. So that's what I was asking if, if you, if you, right. as a stage manager, were looking at wrong. I mean, if you're well, looking, right. looking at at impact, because that's that's why I asked that question.
5: I do understand your question now. Um, first of all, let me say that there were uh, over 30 boots. I know, I don't know the exact number, but there were more than 30. And we fill that, that, um, that space um, in between all the boots um, in, in that circle um, every night. So if, um, if there were boot owners that didn't do extremely well, then they need to take a good look inside of what they were selling, okay? Then. Because the people were
4: there <laughs> to purchase. <project. laughs> <laughs> no, that's my what.
5: <laughs> <you
1: know>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we can take a break, and I know that's a good one to take a break, either. and I will get some history with respect to uh, why uh, one one of the reasons that led to, to the one village uh, deal back in the day. Uh, we got. Uh, CEO, WTGX, uh, Tanya Singh, uh, Shamari Haynes, Assistant Commissioner or Deputy Commissioner?
3: Assistant Director. <laughs> Assistant Director for festivals
1: uh, for Department of Tourism and Mr. Willard John, um, Stage Manager, Par Excellence, joining us this morning. we be back right after this.
2: Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now. Democracy Now features ideas and voices from some of the best minds of this generation and previous ones, including activists, muckrakers, visionaries, artists, risk takers, academics and just folks, as in the most just folks who share a commitment to truth, democracy, justice, diversity, equality and peace.
0: Catch Democracy Now! at his new time, weekdays at 10 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1
4: listening to
5: the wings of a monarch butterfly what a magical thought
1: they arrive here on the day of the dead which we celebrate here in mexico and a lot of the indigenous people believe that it's the souls of their ancestors that are returning
0: you know and it's very spiritual that's on point with me magna chakrabarty weekdays at 1 p.m on wtjx fm 93.1 great question that is a great question and that's a great question wow that's another great question that's uh that's a great question oh that's a great <laughs> that's a great question that is a great question what a great
5: question
1: on fresh air you'll hear unexpected questions and unexpected answers
0: weekdays at 2 p.m right here on WTJ fm 93.1 your npr station in the virgin Islands.
1: And we're back here to analyze this, and we're giving a a 2022-2023 festival review. We're having that discussion this morning. we got our CEO, Tanya Singh, WTGX. Of course, in WTGX, we um, televised the parades um, on an annual basis. That's a custom that people get used to. We've got Mr. Shamari Haynes, assistant director for festivals, right? For the Department of uh, Tourism, and of course, uh, Willa John... Um, Moko Jumbi. Emeritus and of course uh, stage manager, entertainment manager, um at a number of different levels. Wait, how long are you there in this in this business of, of of managing events and all that stuff, concerts, what have you?
5: You
1: want me to date myself, man? The public already you know you're old and tired. I mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We, we,
1: we, we, go, so we, we You we, know,
2: when I first met Willard, it was when I came home from school and I volunteered with Mario D'Chabert's jazz um, first. Yeah, will, yes, yeah, that's he, where I first
4: met him in
1: Avantipur, right? Uh, Willard? Yes, that,
4: that we had the very
5: first. Jazz Festival in the, the Caribbean. Caribbean,
1: yeah, man. Yeah, I remember After that.
5: When that. I
2: did
1: that, yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I, So, 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 when I you, you, you ninety three and ninety
2: four,
1: exactly. You yourself, Gino, what your age? I tell you, 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 you let me put it this way, say, you're, you're old and appreciated. Let me put it that way. Check yeah, this out.
4: I've been, I've been in this business quite some time, you
1: know, yeah. over thirty years. Yeah. So check this out. Um, we've had the one village concept since I believe two thousand three, or thereabouts right um, they built the, they built the mausoleum up there in but it's okay the recreational center right up there in uh, Canada right <laughs> I think I have fun with it and um, that for the most part ended villages uh, the, the the village as we know it increased mm-hmm. just then of course you still like a village up there right. for smaller events like uh, mm-hmm. airport or friendship and mm-hmm. what have you right but um, h- here's the story behind that um, and I know this for a fact because, I, you know, at the time I was doing radio and the people were complaining. We were known for two villages on St. Croix for years, mm-hmm. east and west. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, when that's the case, there's competition. And um, one year, the booth owners in Christiansted bring bring in flames up there.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> two,
1: three nights in a row. Mm-hmm. And they devastated. Shut up further and 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 at that point, the administration—I believe it was the Turnbull administration—they were just tired of people complaining all the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. So they said, "You know what? We know what we're gonna do." And they dropped the billion. They dropped the billion of the, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of that. You know what I'm saying? But um, the miss, the the one thing that I missed, and this was a WTJX thing. Um, Christmas, 1992, 1993. A true fan, St. Thomas, near Hug a Bunch, comes mm-hmm. in, right? Mm-hmm. And
4: mm-hmm.
1: Channel 12, got, at the time, the reason why I stopped going parading is because he's like a football game at the same time, right? <laughs> but I watch it in between and people doing a thing. And there was this shot where Hug a Bunch banking the corner by the Bolero building, mm-hmm. Church Street, Hospital Street. Waterfront and hotel and Niki as the backdrop. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever mm. seen for Carnival. And then of course you know the, the the quality of the costume glittering and all I mean mm. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is lovely. But you ain't got a shot to get no more, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know?
2: Shamari, do we did we have Saint Tomian uh
3: Entries? Um yeah, the Wild this Indians story? came over from St. Thomas and mm-hmm. then um they participated in the adults parade and then eccentric Mokojumbis participated in the children's uh-huh. parade. What about the the regulars like, Carn- like Carnival Troops? Yeah. Bunch, Infernos, no.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: No. Wild Indians eh? Yeah, the Wild Indians came yeah. over. Yeah, mm-hmm. but aside from, you know, traditional um traditional entries, we didn't have like carnival troops. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, St. Thomas have uh, Remedy, Ecstasy, um Bunch, Inferno's, yeah, none of those um those troops came over. Lakatan Associates, they're based here in St. Croix. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but they're um, related uh, relatives um, to elsewhere Associates. Oh, um, yeah. I so got sometimes you. they merge. What mm-hmm. was the troop number for the big parade? Um, uh, for the big parade, we have five. We had five troops. and in total, among the amount uh, of entries twenty-three
1: for the big parade. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. But we let you know one year we went over hundred down in West in like yeah. the seventies. hundred entries. Yes, sir. One year down in West, craziness.
2: Wow.
1: I mean, back then, though, you know, people, you know, that must have been the year we
2: had to break out the
1: big legs. I'm telling telling you, you know, and it was wild, you know. Um, But, you know, we're still building back. Right, since the pandemic, yes, yeah, yeah, because what have you? saw? here's one of the things I, at the venue that I was at Saturday. And we watching the parade? You know, the public's this, this is what this was the general you sentiment. Were Saint I went in St. Thomas, mm-hmm. and, uh, the man say, Well, that's that's 2021 and 2022 coming out now in 2023. <laughs> people, the people let me because they were having a ball yeah. on the road on, mm-hmm. on Saturday, Shamar, but just looking at it, uh. Uh, from the TV so that had to be a a, a, a pleasant a pleasant thing to see yeah, yeah given, um, given that we've been pretty much locked up for two years as it relates to festivals but
3: also it was it was something really good to feel as well um aside from I, I guess for me personally I'm very invested in in in, in the industry um, but my highlight uh personally in the festival events is, are definitely the parades um but being able to to feel have the experience and be back in the street around, you know, the, the festival energy, um, around other revelers, hearing the speakers, um, seeing the band members play. I mean, it was a really, really good thing to, to experience. Um, and I, I, am at one point, you know, I came to tears because I'm like, wow, I, I could, you know, I remember thinking to myself during the pandemic that we would have never been able to experience this again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was quite quite moving, quite emotional for me. Uh, but folks were having a, a ball. And transitioning from virtual carnival,
1: virtual Correct. festival and all that stuff. I don't stuff. even
3: want to hear the word <laughs> virtual. If, if you tell me anything is virtual, i
1: probably going to pass out. <laughs> to see, to, to <laughs> yeah, see no. real life. Um, uh, Willard, will uh,
5: yes, oh, I want to ask. Qu- yeah, go ahead. I
4: have a question. Go ahead.
1: Um, uh, we
5: didn't have that many troops. N- not a hundred anyway. But I want to ask Shamari, what was the amount of people in each of those troops?
3: Well, one Carnival troop um, I know had over 1,200 people. Um, wow. There was an ex-Carnival troop that had a 595. Um, and then all the other entries um, were between 50 to 100. Um, I think there was one who was between 100 to 200. Um, I think it's so impressive having twelve hundred people in one troop. I do.
2: Yes. That, that, that what what
3: troop was that? Uh, Simply Sophisticated Fun okay. Troop. I actually I actually own Simply Sophisticated Fun Troop. Um, so aside from, you know, being the assistant director for festival, um, I um, Celebrated my 15th anniversary uh, with my Carnival Troop. Um, One of them. Congratulations, sir. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Um, And I own a second Carnival Troop called Savage Festival, um, who actually celebrated its fifth anniversary as well. Um, And that hosted 65 individuals. Um, We decided to, my team decided to, you know, just keep that relatively uh, small. Uh, We want to definitely cater to a different type of reveler. So that's the cap on that troop is 75, but we had 65. So so that we could
1: eliminate the people I'm speculating, what's it like balancing... Your your organizational responsibility, the festival, and your personal responsibility with the troop.
3: Um, it's not it's not as hard as people think it is. I excuse me, have an amazing team. Um, you know, just walking the streets and making my rounds during this festival, people were asking about the troop, and I was like, the troop is the one thing that don't have me stress at all. Um, my team made sure that the costumes were finished from an administrative standpoint, you know, all of that stuff were taken care of. Um, I popped in and out, of course, um, to make sure that things were running to a particular standard. Um, but I think we're... I'm, I'm trying to find some kind of middle ground. It's, it's proven to folks that, you know, this is something that I'm 100% uh, transparent about. Uh, prior to, um, taking this job in, in 2019, I've, I've been a part of the Crucian Christmas Festival as long as I know myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I started my trip at uh, 16 years old. Um, but even before starting my own troupe, you know, I've been involved with Arthur Richards, uh, the Synchro Educational Complex. Um, you know, just, just to name a few. Um, outside of the parades, um, you know, I co-chaired Miss Croix with Jamal Drummond and Miss in- and uh, Miss Essie Gaston for five years. Um, so I'm well-rounded, um, as a release of festival. The, the only aspect of festival that I've not participated in, um, is or would be being a vendor in the festival village. Um, but, there there's 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 some come and ground, um as it relates to, you know, what I do professionally and what I do personally.
2: So Willard and um Shamari, why does a chicken leg taste so much better in the village <laughs> than anywhere else? The pot <laughs> and the oil. <laughs> you, I agree. <laughs> I agree. The pot and the
1: oil, you know I what I'm saying? There's, there's just something about it, you know. What I'm saying, where, you know, when you, sing, you sing, when you when, when, when you attack the chicken leg, you want the second one after the first bite, you know. You're not not after you finish them. you want. Let's not bring one
2: more. You're so after up. let me give you a joke. After yeah. the post inauguration event on Saint Croix for um the governor, I I think they had a reception. But I didn't want to go to that. I wanted a village chicken leg. I run into, it was raining, mm-hmm. run into the village.
1: It's <laughs> Wednesday, last week. Yes.
2: Yeah. And who I see? Kenny Gittins, Novelle Francis, and Frankie Johnson, <laughs> are looking for the same <laughs> thing. <enlightenment. laughs> Not one boot was open.
1: <clears throat> That's just been how it is. Now, for mm-hmm. me, right, for me, I, I, I want to ask you a question about logistics with covering... The, the parade and the responsibilities you had with the with the president and all that stuff. I want to mm-hmm. get back to that a little bit. For me, though, you know, since chicken and can and they can't do, we get regular beignet is what I want in the village. Oh, yes. <laughs> you check what I'm saying? Yes. And Pemberton, them known for their beignet out there. You check. So, uh, you know, I, I'm looking for delicacies that you don't normally get. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But uh, a chicken, list, that's an addictive thing. Willard, I want to ask you one question about the entertainment. Outside of the the, the two bands from Puerto Rico who didn't make it, and that was um, pretty much because of airspace with the president being in the a, in a territory, right?
5: Yes. Um, not really, because they came directly from Puerto mm. Rico. What happened was there are no large planes coming here from Puerto Rico, so you got to use KP and those smaller planes. Oh, okay. Each of those bands have somewhere around 20 people in them. There are already reservations made, so all 20 can't go on one plane and they can't fit anywhere, but there are other people on the plane. So we had to have like four or five flights for each band coming in. The bands, um, in order to get them in on time before the village open and, and in order to do the sound checks, they had to be in by four or five o'clock, which means that they had to start boarding um, a few at a time from nine in the morning and they say they can't come they can't come to the airport before one. So as a result of that, we couldn't get all of them over here and, and they have to pass.
1: So so what was it like knowing that, you know, it's they are slated to play the public has this anticipation level and knowing that you gotta break yeah, break this bad news. That can't that couldn't have been easy.
5: Yeah, people were very, very disappointed. And Ian Turnbull had to go on stage and make the announcement. But it was also on Facebook, so a lot of people caught it and didn't come, um, which is good because if had had the village been filled with people, and then they were disappointed. It may have been a bit worse. <laughs> but um, but uh, we, we made it through the night nonetheless, and, and the, the, the youngsters, uh, Cruz Rock, and Cruz Seattle did a good job in entertaining. No, no, uh, no. One thing I want to mention about food, mm-hmm. um, th- there was a phenomenal thing on <coughs> on Juve morning. You know, some of the booths open, uh, and we didn't talk about Ju- Juve. That did you see that that aerial photo of Juve?
1: Yeah, we touched on that uh, early on before you yeah. before you came on. That that, was, that that was something like we've never seen before from that that drone chat you're talking about, right?
5: Yeah, there was a lady that came into the village and was selling. These medallion-sized pancakes, mm. um, filled with fruit and 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 uh, all kinds of nice stuff, and I thought that was unusual. And she made a killing because everybody was lined up to get that um, after Juve. And we're talking about twelve, one, two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm trying to do sound check. We're trying to get the artisan and Juve is still going on, and it was interesting. But but that food was um, there was quite a few people selling, but. Uh, It was very creative of her to think of selling those small pancakes with all this fruit mixed up and and the syrup and so forth.
1: That's good. Shamari, Grusian Recon is an official um, part of the the festival or is something that is
3: parallel? Uh, It's parallel. So um, we try our best to include um, all of those events, parallel events, into the overall festival schedule, Um, but it's hosted by um, a private entity. And this year, of course, it had... It was like a smaller scale, correct? Because of the, the,
1: the timing and all that stuff, and I believe the president correct. was still here. No, the president don't go on by then, right? Yes. Yeah, the president left yes. um, last week Monday uh, afternoon. I um, headed back to the mainland. What was this like? You know, because the the WTJX played. Yeah, you know, we were all over the place in terms mm-hmm. of providing a service, um, mm-hmm. in terms of coverage. What was that like? Uh, you thought it went well, uh, where WTJX is concerned.
2: Yes, it went well with the president, and he left in perfect timing for us now to transition our truck to. Um, Down to, yes, to the west, yes, yes, and
1: and, and 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 that was that was smooth. No, um, Ian was here. Excuse me, Director Turnbull was here, um, and he actually went through the whole schedule and all that, all uh, that stuff, um, and that's when he mentioned, um, Ayo. Move the food fair from Dongen West up to the Fairgrounds because it was a same day thing with Juve, right? Um, um, um Mr. Mr. Haynes. Correct. Normally, food fair would be Wednesday, Juve Thursday, and then Children Parade Friday, Adult Parade Saturday.
3: Correct. That's the that's the normal schedule, and that'll be back in effect next year, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I um I would not. I don't definitely want to host a Juveana food fair again ever on the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. was a it was a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the food fair you have all this pomp and circumstance. There's an the opening ceremony. You have to get individuals. You have to make sure the individuals are in place uh, for the opening ceremony. At, well, we push it back at twelve to twelve o'clock this year. It's usually at eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't host them on the same day again. <laughs> you know but stress.
1: When we used to catch a goose when we were teenagers uh-huh. to go for to, for carnival, it was Juve. Friday morning, children parade, Friday, later Friday morning, Has Friday afternoon. It was, it was three things on one day for the most part. Mm-hmm. Starting. We got by the market, uh, down we, the Market Square for four o'clock in the Madden Jubilee with a four o'clock thing. Now it's a, actually it's a sunrise, sunrise thing, right? Yes. It's a sunrise thing, what, five to ten, something like that? Six to ten? Mm, six or ten. This year it went six or twelve. Six to ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. uh, 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 and, and that was good. And our coverage was Friday and Saturday only?
2: Friday and Saturday. We, we only do the parades. parades. Okay. Mm. Did we
1: get the entire parade? Oh, we, yeah. Uh,
2: okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah we that, that, do, that,
1: um, that.
2: this year, um, shamari uh and the department of tourism awarded wtjx as the grand marshals of the parade oh that's nice oh yes yeah um we have been and i'll I'll get back to that when you i hear your music coming in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) we
1: got got, got, got a couple seconds left so we could talk about the grand marshal uh designation right and 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 all that good stuff doing a review of the 2022 2023 st croix festival Willa John joining us on the line In the studio Uh, We've got uh, Shamari Haynes And the boss Tanya Singh on the mic We'll be back right after this
0: Scott Tong from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up. Plus, conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So join us for NPR's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1.
3: You know exactly how you take your morning coffee. Knowing where to get news you can rely on is just as simple. Listen to Morning Edition from NPR News
2: every weekday.
0: From 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. You can also listen on demand via the WTJX app. Available for download from the App Store in Google Play. If you graduated from high school in the U.S. Virgin Islands, don't be stuck with college debt. Create your future for free with Free Tuition Plus at UVI. With Free Tuition Plus, your tuition is covered. Plus, you can use additional financial aid to pay for room and board and other expenses. At the University of the Virgin Islands, you'll receive a world-class education with opportunities to study abroad and gain hands-on experience. Choose from 99 majors, minors, and certificates on campus and online. Visit www.uvi.edu and apply today.
1: And we're back here and uh, analyze this and reviewing uh, the festival before we come back to what, what you uh, were referencing. Um, one of our listeners, one of your classmates, them from '87, and uh, Central High Dignitary. I went Village Sunday to get a chicken leg had two and a Johnny cake tell that first bite and that grease. <laughs> tell,
2: you, tell you you need a second one. That's
1: it. You joke know i saying so you're talking logistics? Uh uh, when 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 you say you're gonna hold off and come back?
2: No, no, I wanted to to talk about um WT Jack's Oh the Grand
1: Marshall and all that. Stuff. Right. Yeah, so
2: um in as you know in twenty twenty two we uh made fifty mm-hmm. at the station. But so we went on the air in 1972. Guess when we start doing live parade out of St. Thomas? 1975, three years later. This is during a time where we used to bicycle tapes. Mm -hmm. um, You're (laughs) getting programs a week later and stuff like that. And WTJX with Calvin Bastian at the helm was doing live parade in 1975.
1: Yeah, I'm totally... you that's, that's an accomplishment. When you think back of it cuz we didn't start seeing live events here till the 80s, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So so that's that that's that, that's So it,
2: the parades are are, are a legacy mm-hmm. at 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 the station. Mm-hmm. Um, so carnival parades, festival parades, so it it was indeed an honor.
1: I will look at, I'm looking at a, a, yeah, go ahead, um,
5: 1975 is a long time ago. I'd like to see that footage because 1975 was the first year I made my debut as a Mokko Oh, really? really? No, yeah. It's it's again, so yeah
1: 1975.
4: We're
1: we, we going to go digging in the crates, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, yes. and all that stuff.
2: We're actually going through all that stuff right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good.
2: We're, we're, um, putting in the data and going to restore all our tapes
1: Now Shamaya asked me a question about locations of the villages right uh-huh. and and uh there were times when the village move around right uh-huh. um, we had the village dug in the Christianstead lot. oh God the, the, the store owner they balded out there <laughs> they, they had a problem with okay? uh-huh. check with that um but that was a nice location nice cozy little thing there in Christianstead right. that's when we had two villages of course. I uh, also had a um, couple of years. We had the village, a uh, Mid Island village mm-hmm. right there um, uh, for Villa Rain in the estate slab mm-hmm. area. One year after Hurricane Hugo, when we were devastated. We had the village um, adjacent to the racetrack <clears throat> down there. Um, so we moved that around. But, um, you know, as someone who comes from Christianstead, um, I have no problem admitting there's not. I like the centralization. One location that we all go west mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So back in the day we used to enjoy hitting two of them the same night, you know what I'm saying? Right. But um, you know, things change. And uh, when you're looking at logistics and all that stuff. Um and then the one argument that really was a, a sham argument, and Willard, you could speak to this. All oh, the road them wider in see in Fredericksd. Oh, that a sham argument. Big be, big be, 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 beca, <laughs> because uh in uh, growing up when I used to go to Antigua, they rode them in Antigua narrower than the road in St. Thomas.
2: That's Antigua. And, and, and
1: the St. Thomas Road narrower <laughs> than the one in Christian State, Right? <laughs> I, I'm not saying that the road in Fredericton isn't wider than Christian State because that's a factual statement. What, what they were saying was, uh, well, we don't um, it's easier to hold it in West because they rode them wider. They hold the the hold festival right now. When you go to Carnival and you leave market um, the post office square. The road that get real narrow mm-hmm. when, you, when you're heading towards but Roosevelt also, Park. But also,
2: you have multiple ways of coming out of Frederickstead. Logistically, you
1: can't compare. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the yeah. knock for Christianstead compared uh-huh. to other islands. I got you. Frederick Stead clearly Not is really. more, you, you got six different ways you can get into Frederickstead mm-hmm. compared to Christianstead, where now you only have maybe two or three mm-hmm. uh, at the most. But the, the knocking of Christianstead from a logistical standpoint really didn't apply to me when I've been around and I've been to festivals and carnival uh, all over the place. Now, we're looking here at an article from the source. But I wanted to,
2: sorry, Neville, talk about um, if Shamari could talk about the plans for the village with the new Polly Joseph Stadium. I know he and I have been in those meetings for different reasons. And th- that's where the village is going to be, right?
3: Yeah, so the village is supposed to be, uh, the Pali Joseph uh, project is supposed to um, host a permanent uh, festival village grounds. Um, we're working with the contractors um, over at Public Works um, and the engineers over at Public Works to ensure that we have a village that should um host at least 30 permanent boots with it running water, electricity, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um right now we are at we are at this festival we have 31 boots um and then uh, two mobile boots as well as 12 uh, vendors for the children village honestly I think is I think everybody can see, <clears throat> excuse me, that we have literally outgrown the festival village the parking lot in Fredericksburg. Right. Um, it does not allow for us to add new vendors. Um, you know, bringing anybody else who may have you know mobile uh food trucks. Mm-hmm. So what we did in light of that is we expanded the food fair. Uh, but we have literally reached our maximum capacity as it relates to space in the festival village mm-hmm. um, at the parking lot, which is not the festival village grounds, uh, but the Paulie Joseph project. Supposed to you know provide us the opportunity to grow some more
1: um, i was looking back at our story here on the source and just to show that um, the evolution of the festival the food fair back in 2001 2002 festival food fair was december 21st it was oh, on the wow. front end <laughs> the front end it was an all day an all day event on the front end of the festival
3: so, uh, the Cruiser Christmas Festival Committee merged um, all of the major events in a week for vendors. I mean, for uh, visitors who wanted to come in and actually mm-hmm. enjoy the season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how we ended up with like a week of events. Um, what we did is uh, this year, traditionally, the festival village here in St. opens December uh, 26th, mm-hmm. uh, but Commissioner Bosholti wanted for us to run a uh, nine-day village. Um, his thought process is short and sweet. Um, which. I I agree. At first I was like, "Mm, I mean, how I feel about this, but okay, folks in, have a good time and get folks out um, that's a tough that process um, and even though the the days or the length of time was shorter um, every night in the festival village was ram he, he could make that call for carnival or the, or the carnival committee to make that he car. makes a call for carnival as well ok good yeah. good, good, good we're not he's having he's a boss we, yeah.
1: no, we wouldn't we wouldn't allow for him to be making a call for St. Don't Kera don't have the same ability to make <laughs> the call for St. Thomas
3: as far as I know I'm St. Thomas I just, I'm at a, just the teasing same now, nine years just, <laughs> I, know, I know
1: I'm just teasing No. Um, explain the distinction between Calypso show and the Mana. So, uh, the Calypso show, I, I don't, hopefully I don't, um... December 28th, this was at the Palms. Yes, hopefully yeah. I don't,
3: I don't offend, um, the, the true Calypsonians. Um, the Calypso show, uh, is head by, headed by Dean Baptiste. The Calypso show is more of a old school... Storytelling, Kaiso. political, kai vibe, right? Um, the soka manak competition is more. It is a two part end of it. Uh, there is a groovy section and a jumpy section. Um, usually for the soka party manak, you see uh, a younger turnout of um competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a different kind of vibe. Um, definitely can be compared, but. Two standalone events that definitely pull major crowds. So, the the one for December 28th, you attended that one? Yes,
2: the, the Calypso. Social show.
1: commentary, yes. taking shots, all that stuff. Yes. And the Soka thing is more about getting around,
3: I mean, feeling nice and energy. Correct. And that takes place in the festival village. That takes place in the village itself.
1: Yes. And this one takes place at a off site venue. Correct. Right? Okay, good. Now, both
3: went well this year? Both went extremely well. Okay, um, nice. Blackest um, was the winner of the Groovy. Um, Section for the Soka Monarch, uh, Bugsy uh, won the Jumpy for the Soka Monarch. and then Blackness, uh, she won for the Calypso Monarch competition. Mm, okay, that's good. Willard, we had a reggae night this year? Oh, yes, and it
5: was big.
1: <laughs> village of it cock? Was, village of cock that night too?
5: It, it was, uh, what night was that? I forget. Oh, it was Sunday. The, the, the
1: um... Or
5: oh, New Year's
2: Eve. It was New oh, yeah. Year's Eve, yes. Yeah,
1: okay. So so, so
5: we, had, we had Mother Nile. So, oh, that was Saturday
1: night then? Saturday night going into Sunday then?
5: Saturday, right.
1: Okay,
5: yeah. Mother we had Pira, and we had Desiree.
1: Maxi Priest?
5: three of our giant reggae artists from the Virgin Islands, and they did quite a show. And then the, the two big headliners were Maxi Priest and Christopher Martin. Um, I wasn't that familiar with Christopher Martin, but that youngster was very, very impressive on the stage, and of course, Maxi Priest is Maxi Priest, is the dean of reggae, and uh, he attracted um, uh, the, the Neville age group
1: people.
4: You know? <laughs> yo, yo,
1: yo! I, I don't have access to the button to cut you off, but I, I could, I could do, I could do some things. So be careful. yeah, yeah, yeah my man let me know. Just let me know to cut you off, so yeah, I, I could do that. Now it's okay. We are good, Max. Look. Max house carl <laughs> house carl is in 1990 you know mm-hmm. and this is 2023 so that you know maxi priest and Shabbat, you know i mean? that's a generation and a half so we got a problem with that and uh but but that's a, that's an awesome lineup and uh um mr haynes when um uh director turnbull um call the artist them it really shows that are you doing work. It's a year-round thing for yes, festival. Festival, you know, let like we get together in October to make no. this thing work in a couple months. It's a year wrong. thing. We've
3: already begun to host meetings to figure out <laughs> how we could actually better the product for next year. Okay, so that's, that's awesome. And it's, it's, it hasn't even been a week since we've wrapped up. So no, I like yeah. that. I
2: but, uh, you know, and, and Shamari is doing other things. I mean, Shamari was in charge of the parade, the military parade for. The, the you, government, um, yes. Wow,
1: wow. you wow. know, so he's super busy. So, so you, you'll be glad there won't be an election for a while. Is what, you, is what you're I saying? mean,
3: you know, I actually enjoy this, mm-hmm. all of this, um, mm-hmm. all of the craziness. Um, as tiring as it could be, I, I really enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that I am actually in a space. to Actually, take a break, um, mm-hmm. a well-deserved break, um, because I've literally been running, uh, running from the the primary election. Good thing. Any closing remarks, um, Madam Boss? Um,
2: just. I'm hoping that we can have a moment to assess the parade with the commissioner and see how we can give a better tourism product next year and um, prepare, we're preparing for St. Thomas and St. John already as well and um, I just want to say off topic, um, today is the uh, funeral for Governor Schneider and I'm very depressed that I can't be at the funeral today yeah. because of the lack of flights. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I'll be watching it on WTJX. Our coverage starts at nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Live coverage of the funeral. And um, it's being hosted by uh, Governor Schneider's uh, legal counsel, Amos Cardi, and his Christian State Administrator, Leslie Highfield Carter. Okay, that's good. That's good. Our
1: fifth elected uh, governor, uh, Mm -hmm. Roy Lester Schneider, um, his funeral will be on channel 12,
2: 930.
3: 930. No, no, no. That's over a half hour. Anything in closing? Uh, Mr. Mr. Assistant uh, director. Um I just ultimately like to, you know, thank the community for doing their part to ensuring that we have a safe or had a safe festival. Um definitely shout out to VIPD um, and all the other agencies who have been working hand in hand with us since August um to get the Cruiser Christmas Festival up and running. Um special thank you to uh Chief Sean Santos. Um, you know anything I needed it was just literally a phone call away Mm it's a lovely
2: person and
3: yeah and I you know for example I've been like running around and I realized that we opened the festival village with a cultural tramp Mm -hmm. traditional cultural tramp and then I realized after the fact Shocks me putting a permit. Um (laughs) a permit request. Um, but you know, when I realized that the night now he was like, Don't worry about it, you know, we'll make it happen. So I mean VIPD has been you know, a blessing in all of this. The leadership there, you Mm -hmm. know, amazing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a a one man show. Um, the division of festivals, we're not you know, although we're responsible for hosting the events, we honestly would not be able to do it without the resources of the other agencies. commissioner
2: Martinez is really yes very helpful. Mm
1: Yeah, Kamesh, good looking out. Willard, anything in closing? Yes, um, I,
5: I, I was very happy to be a part of this uh, significant team that put on these professional events to entertain the people of the Virgin Islands. And I was also happy to be um, to have my entry, the Guardians of Culture, Mokojumbis, 27 of us came down the road this year, which is a record number, and I was happy to be a part of that as
1: well. Awesome. Thank you very much uh, for your contributions over the year. Thank you, Mr. Assistant Director. Great job. Um, making much. sure that um, festival, entertainment, culture is a part of our, our annual custom. And thanks, Boss, for leadership with respect to WTJX and what we bring to the table.
2: That's
1: right. You got it. Thanks a lot for all three of you for joining us this morning. Good morning, morning. everyone. Arts, Arts Thursday in full effect, thanks to the firm of Singh, Haynes, and Jan joining us this morning here uh, and analyze this. So, you know, that's uh, the festival is in the books. What was the theme this year? Uh, quickly, before I let you go. Let me pull it up Yeah, quick, pull it up. Yeah, We're kind of long,
3: right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of long. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a lengthy theme. Something with uh, revelry. or so yeah, something. Yeah, reflections of culture. Music, Mass, and Revelry, uh, Cruiser and Christmas Festival's 70th anniversary. And that was actually submitted to us by Jelani Ritter.
1: Okay, good. Okay, good. So we had a lengthy theme as well for 2022, 2023. And uh, we're trying to work back towards this new normal, you Mm -hmm. know, because we've been impacted um, with with the um, uh, pandemic. And of course, the numbers right now, This was, (laughs) when people come together, you're going to see the, the, you know, the uptick. And, you know, hopefully by the end of the month, it'll be back to normal. Um, Actually, I was looking at the numbers from last night. You could see the numbers actually taking place. But, you know, hopefully we're in a better position, Uh, all of us, given what we've learned over the years, over the last three years, um, with respect to the pandemic. And, uh, you know, as time goes on, uh, we'll adjust accordingly, hopefully, and we get the collective buy-in and everything going to be all right. This was number 70. Right. Yes. 70th anniversary so we're now into our 8th decade so we got 7 decades uh, in full uh, in the book thank you very much to all of you once again for joining us uh, uh, this never. morning and making getting Arch Thursday uh, off to a great great start the second Arch Thursday um, uh, for Analyze This here in 2022 we'll take a break when we come back to our so we and um, her fellow musicians are going to be joining us in hour number 2 to let us know about the events for this weekend Be back right after this.
0: Views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
2: So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news designed for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning.
5: And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way.
3: We're always looking for new and better
5: ways
0: to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarti. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
2: What is the secret to happiness? That's a really good question. And how can we live a more meaningful existence?
0: Here's the secret, I
4: think, of life.
2: I'm Manush Zamarodi Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers who help us answer some of life's biggest questions. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's get right to it. Join us.
0: Saturdays at 4 p.m. here on WTGX FM 93.1.